What is going on, everyone? Casey Adams here. Welcome back to the Rise of the Young podcast. Today, I sat down with Kelly Rutherford. Kelly Rutherford is an American actress. She is known for her television roles as Stephanie Sam Wiltmore on the NBC daytime soap opera Generations, as Megan Lewis on the Fox primetime soap opera Melrose Place, and as Lily Vanderwoodson on the hit series Gossip Girl. On this podcast, we talked about her journey as an actress, how she got into acting, what led to Gossip Girl, and much more. So please, if you're listening on Spotify, take a moment to answer the poll and the question on the Spotify app. And with that being said, enjoy today's podcast with the one and only Kelly Rutherford. Casey Adams here. Welcome back to the Rise of the Young podcast. On today's episode, we have Kelly Rutherford here with us. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Kelly. Thanks for having me. So I'm very excited about this episode. I remember I DM'd you, what, last week to come on the show, and you were very quick to get back to me, which I'm very thankful for. Yeah. And I know I just told you this, but since I forgot to click record, <laughs> Jacqueline, she turned me on to Gospel Girl about four months ago, and I'm not someone that typically watches any shows on Netflix. I've been very focused on my work the last couple of years. And I just fell in love with the show. And then I started to understand the characters and just the whole show. Yeah. And then that's when she was like, hey, you should DM Kelly to see if she could, if she's willing to come on the show. So then now we're here. But I want to ask you, like, where did your journey begin in acting early on? It was kind of a process of elimination because there were there were things I was interested in, but I felt like acting would be one that I would never get bored. I could always learn. I could always grow. You know, um, it was one of those things that, you know, you see these actors throughout their careers. They just get better and better, you totally. know. So, um, and I love people. Like, I'm private and kind of quiet, but then I love engaging with people. I love, yeah. you know, so it's this kind of odd thing. And it really worked. And, I, and I've always loved sort of this idea of why we do what we do as people. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's great to move from acting. Like growing up, did you want to be an actress or was that a goal of yours or why did you decide to make that transition in your life? It wasn't really a goal. Um, it was more just, I think there were certain films that really had an impact on me at certain times in my life growing up. And wow, that's so powerful, you know, that to be able to, to see a film and be moved or relate to the characters and what you're going through at the time, particularly as a young, a young woman. So I just, um, and I loved movies, so. Yeah. You know. Very cool. Yeah. So what, what, did, what did your childhood look like? Like growing up, your family, your, your beginnings, like what did that, yeah. what did your life look like? Well, um, my parents were super young when they had me, so my mom was like 19. And they met at the University of Tennessee okay. and they weren't together very long because I think it was like a, a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and so I grew up, you know, we, we moved around a bit like when I was a kid. So I went to different schools, which, you know, was really good in some ways because you learn to adapt and, and you become kind of an outside observer as well as somebody that's sort of immersed in the group. Um, so yeah, so but it was it was really pretty great. I mean, I always felt loved. My mom yeah. was such an amazing, loving person, and and um, but it, you know there were challenges and adversity, like everyone. You know? Totally. 
I love that. Yeah. When you first started getting your first like roles as an actress, like what was the progression of your career? Like what were some of the highlighted moments that really brought you to who you are today throughout your journey? Oh gosh. I think just showing up for me, you know, there's a lot yeah. of actors that I knew that were really picky and I only want to do this and I only want to do that. I just couldn't wait to work. I was just <laughs> like, I just want to do it. I just want to do it, you know, and, yeah. and make it the best regardless of what it was, just make it the best I could make it. And I had a great, I have a great acting teacher named Jocelyn Jones, who, um, it was amazing and super you know, she sort of was the first person to sort of put it all in perspective, sort of the artist, the businesswoman, focus, the sort of integrity of everything for me. It made it more cohesive, so a little more focused rather than, okay, am I just an artist? But I kind of have this business side yeah. to me, and then I have this, and how do I bring all of these women <laughs> together <laughs> in one? And, and I think it helped in my work a lot, my, my choices. And for my, sure. I, I really just go to work, I'm, you know? Yeah. So I'm not in the business of being in movies or any type of show. I was like, what does that look like when you're first getting started or when you got started? Like, how did you land your first role and what was that process like? Did yeah. you receive a lot of rejection or how did you first begin to get these gigs when you first moved to New York? Well, you know, it's just getting an agent and then you go on auditions and, and then, you know, you book a job, you book, you know, I kind of had done commercials, so that yeah. helped just knowing what it was like to be on a set. Yeah. And then you just really nervous and hit your mark and hope you say your line and find your light in the beginning, you yeah. know? <laughs> so in the beginning, it's a lot technical. So I was really fortunate when I was about your age, actually, okay. I got a soap opera. It's like 1920. And, um, and it was so good for me because we worked so hard. It was, I had to memorize a whole script every night. And you, you know, it's a lot of, for me, all the technical stuff. So I, you know, you could go to scene study class and study acting and hang out and smoke cigarettes and, yeah. you know, do all, and talk about acting <laughs> a lot in acting class. And then, but to be on a set, you sort of, you realize all the technique involved in it. And, and so I think there's the process of getting to where you're comfortable with the technique and then you can let that go and relax and, and yeah. act, you know? Totally. So it was a good good 18 month boot camp for me to do that soap opera. I love that. Yeah. In your opinion, what makes a great actor? Because you've been with some of the best actors and you've learned so much through your journey, I'm sure. Like yeah. what in your mind creates and makes a great actor? I think it makes anyone great. I think it's when they're sort of aligned with their purpose and they bring something very authentic to their work that's unique. Um, that doesn't mean we don't take from other people and get other ideas and inspirations, do you know what I mean, from other actors or like in business, other business professionals. It yeah. just means that you, um, I think the actors that are really great are very authentic and unique and they bring something different to it that, that's human that we relate yeah. to relatability. Very cool. What yeah. would you say your purpose is today? Like in this part of your life, I'm sure the last year everyone's had a transition, people working from yeah. home and everyone just finding themselves through this time. What have you learned through the last year and how have you found your purpose through this time? It's interesting. I've just really thought a lot about giving back and supporting others in, in different ways 
And whether it's through a quote or through just being, holding the holding space and holding light. Um, and like, what can I offer up here? You know? Yeah. And I, I think that, I mean, even just like on Instagram, it was a lot about like all these young brands, like how can I support these young yeah. brands that are, I don't want them to go out of business. I like what they're doing. Yeah. You know? So just posting stuff and think how to, you know, and also like for me, because I kept thinking, well, am I going to go on a set anytime soon? And I don't know. And what will that look like if I do? And do I even want to deal with that right now? And, <laughs> you know, just stuff. So, um, and so it's given us all time, I think, to just sort of go within and, and think, who am I separate from all of this? And, and what do I have to offer that's unique that may not be the normal way in which I offer it up. Yeah. <laughs> you totally. know? And so I've, I've, you know, had a lot of wonderful new experiences because of it. Very cool. And then you said um, on Instagram, when I first followed you, I was like, Kelly crushes it on Instagram, all the quotes and the oh. content. Like, how do you find not only time, but a purpose to want to share these impactful and purposeful pieces of content. Yeah. Well, when I was um, much younger, I used to make all these collage books and, and vision boards and okay. they'd have quotes and images and all this stuff. I'm, I'm very visual. So, and it was really good for a character too, because I would get images of a character I was playing and, and that kind of thing. So that's always been a big thing. So when Instagram came around, I thought, well, first of all, I just started at sort of documenting our last few months on Gossip Girl because that's kind of when Instagram became yeah. big, or at least I found out about it. What, 79? Yeah, it was time. like, I think so. Yeah. When was it? I think it, Instagram was like 2009, 10, 11, yeah. like in that years, I believe. So I kind of, that's when, when I discovered Instagram, whenever that was, it was like our last year, last okay. few months of Gossip Girl. So I kind of started doing it that way. Yeah. And then I, you know, I had Pinterest and then I had, <laughs> so then I kind of stopped doing Pinterest and just focusing on Instagram and it yeah. became my Pinterest, my, you know, all the different things kind of mixed, my totally. vision board, my. Like during that time uh, as an actress, was it a thing to like go like hard on Instagram and build a following? Or was that like suggested by the management or the crew? Or like what was Instagram back then when you're, you know, you're a big yeah. star on Gossip Girl, you have this platform. Right. Like how important was social media back then and what led you to start building a brand on it? Yeah. Well, they, I remember people talking about how you could monetize it at some point if you had a certain following. So yeah. there was that kind of branding side of things were, you know, promoting products yep. and that kind of thing. But it was, uh, but then it just evolved into so many other things. Totally. You know what I mean? Now it's like, it just, now it's like everyone has it now. It's a marketing tool. It's yeah. a branding tool. And I think now, even when they're casting people, I think they do look more at their social media Absolutely. than before, you yeah. know, like during that time. So they have two great people are coming to yeah. set and then one of them has 3 million followers right. on this big platform. They, that's great for a potential show yeah. or movie. Absolutely. It just adds to everything. For sure. So I, I, I definitely love to talk about not only Gossip Girl, but what was your career like before Gossip Girl and how did the show change anything for you? 
Well, I mean, I just worked consistently in television, so it was pretty just consistent, you know? Yeah. TV shows, we do pilots, some would get picked up, some wouldn't get picked up. I yeah. sort of had success with Melrose Place, which was, you know, Absolutely. a very well-known show, and so there was like that, and then TV movies, and this, you know, just working. I mean, I was just kind of going along <laughs> working. Yeah. And then I had, a, a, I, my son was six months old when we started Gossip Girl, so wow. I had just had a baby. And it was a big deal, the thought of like moving my family to New York because I was living in L.A. and doing this show. And so it was there was so much going on personally in my life yeah. and becoming a new mother and then playing the mother of sort of grown kids on the show. Yeah. Um, but originally, the, the creators of Gossip Road did the show called The O.C., and originally I was like, I was one of three people that was going to test for that. And I ended up getting this other show throughout Matrix. I tested for it and got it. So I ended up not doing UFC, which I'm thankful. A girlfriend of mine did it, Kelly Rowan. Um, because I grew up sort of in, the, in Orange County and it would have been so boring for me to play <laughs> that part. Whereas for me, what I always related to was this East Coast matriarch woman um, it's what I, what the type of women that I always found fascinating and interesting. Not that, I mean, women in Newport are very exciting. I'm not, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that like, I know it too well. It yeah. would have been too familiar to me and not aspirational enough because that, yeah. my mother was one of those. I grew up there. So what was so fun is to, to play this woman that was much more, uh, you know, just fun for me. So I'm yeah. so thankful how that all worked out, you know. For sure. Yeah. Do you, do you ever get um, not tired of like talking about Gossip Girl or is it still exciting and fresh when you're having these conversations? I love it. You know, I mean, maybe for some people, but for me, it was such a beautiful part of my life. And yeah. I know it's, and so many people have enjoyed the show and, and we would have never known that. So, and I really, there hasn't really been anything since that has done what that show has done and there's yeah. many different and amazing shows but it, it was really unique and, and and timely and i mean it, there's very few shows even today that deal with social media yeah. which is so bizarre to me i mean it was so ahead of the curve totally um, we, were talk, we were just talking about in terms that. of fashion and i mean there's so few shows that are fast you know that are, yeah. so it was um it's held its own. You totally. Know? Hey, how does it make you feel? Because, like, for me, I just found out about this show, mm -hmm. and I've always heard about it, right? Like, Gossip yeah. Girl's always been a big brand, a big show that I've been familiar with. Yeah. Like, how does it make you feel as someone that's in the show, as a main character, to be like, wow, like, someone who's 20 just watched this show, yeah. and now, like, we've been watching it. It's like our nightly routine, and it's yeah. something that is still relevant and very, like, important during times like this, and it's very forward thinking as I'm like, I'm thinking back, I'm like, wow, that was shot in 2007, 8, 9, 10. Yeah. Like, it's a very well put together and amazing show that's, like you said, timeless. So like, how does that make you feel that it still has that great impact on people that watch it today? It's amazing. I'm like, who would have thought, who would have known? I mean, that's what's so exciting is that you, you think generation after generation keeps watching it and somehow it's still relevant, which yeah. is beautiful. And that has to, to you know, so much credit to the writers and the other actors and, and the storylines. And, you know, I think also being set in New York, again, like the fashion side of things, you know, the technology, you know, yeah. even just everyone's on their phones, everyone's doing it. So it's relatable to each generation coming along, you know. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. Why do you think it's been so popular continuously up to today and on? Like, what makes the show so special, in your opinion? Well, I think everyone can relate to the family dynamics. I can, we can all relate to not feeling cool enough all the time, or this or that, or, or figuring out our love lives. I mean, yeah. or just, um, it's, it's part of our society. I think they deal with so many things that, that we all deal with, you know? Totally. Um, and it's fun to watch. I mean, it's real, you know, it's fun. Yeah. It's, it's, and to have, I, for, I mean, for my character, I thought, wow, this is an actual human being. They're making the, the parents not either really bad or good or this or that. They're trying to figure out their life in parallel to their kids trying to figure out their life. And they're screwing up <laughs> and they're trying to figure it out. And, you know, yeah. which is so rare. You know, you see these sort of parents that are kind of over here, the perfect parents yeah. who are judging their children. Or you see really screwed up parents and the kids having to deal, you know, so it was, it was just so well orchestrated, I think, in terms of us all being able on some level to relate to it. And it's fun totally. to watch visually. Visually, it's fun to yeah. watch. Yeah. Absolutely. Are you and the cast still, like, acquaintances? Do you guys talk often? Or what, what is the relationship like with yourself and the cast nowadays? Yeah, I mean, I, I here and there, like, I see... Um, Caroline, who played my mother, and Matthew and I used to hang out a lot. I don't know where he is now. I think he, he went, he's off out of the matrix. He <laughs> completely went off grid, which now I'm thinking was such a bad idea. <laughs> and, um, and so he, yeah, so we used to, we were really good friends, really close. And I'm trying to think of who else. I know I see other people. Um, I, when I was in New York, I would see Penn like screenings and stuff yeah. and ed i saw at a convention in paris <clears throat> and so and we you know every once in a while text each other and, yeah. and say hi but everyone's kind of in different places totally. really and or having families yeah. or you know so it's i remember i watched an interview um with Penn and he talked about like he's like yeah i feel like god's girl is like a whole different lifetime for me and it's it was such a just moment in time is the way you described yes. it. Is that how you think of it? Like, when you yeah. look back at it and you still, I remember Jacqueline and I always talk about it. Um, like, you get tagged in gossip girl related content like continuously every day yeah. on social media. And yeah. I'm sure it's always in your face and you see it and there's an appreciation and love for it. Mm -hmm. But that, that's super cool though. That yeah. It's such an important part of not only your career, but it's living up to the potential that it had right when it launched and it's still impacting people today. Yeah, I think it's important to honor those things in your life, you know, I think it's important to honor those successes and and the good feelings that you get from people related to that work. I mean, for me at least, it was such an incredibly beautiful time in my life and an yeah. incredible experience, so that's my connection to it. So I'm happy other people are enjoying it. <laughs> they get the same yeah. satisfaction that I did, you know, doing it. And and so, you know, it is, I guess I don't know anything different. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you know, to totally. be just normal. And I'm really thankful that it's, it's kept going and that people love it. And I mean, it's such a blessing and such yeah. a rare thing that it's a gift. Absolutely. When you're shooting for a movie or for a show, how easy is it for you to like snap into character and to like be in that role? And 
how do you create that mm -hmm. in your life and how do you became, you know, like, what is your process for that? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's a vision board, you know, just to get an idea. It helps me. And then really, I just think of people I know with traits like the character. So I think of myself and how I could relate to this character. And then I layer it with people I know and different traits that, that would support this character. Yep. You know, that I can access and use. So that's, that's okay. the best way I guess. Yeah. Just describe it. And then it just, and then you let it go and it just sort of comes, it, it really is channeled. I think when it's, when it's really good, it's channeled through yep. you. You just let it and, and, <laughs> and based on the other actor and what they're doing and it gets, it's, it's a real alchemy. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. What are some of your passions that you're working on today and some yeah. things that just excite you and, you know, motivate you as you continue to grow in your career and your life? Yeah. Well, I've been going within a lot more. It's interesting just getting really quiet and surrendering to the now, which is a big deal. I like to get up and go in the morning. <laughs> I get up, I get my coffee and I go, go, go. <laughs> and so really just surrendering to the now and allowing myself to really align with what feels appropriate to me in the moment so and and be guided um which is you know a really beautiful way to go through life i find that i'm aligning with different people and and things that are are really exciting and new for me you know whereas mm -hmm. if i was not going within and allowing and sort of saying i'm open to receiving yep and, and new ideas and, and new avenues in which to create and express myself. Because um, we get, you know, when you've done something for anything for a long time, you get sort of in this, you know, you have this idea of how people see you, you have your idea of how you see you, you have the idea yeah. of like, okay, how do I, <laughs> how do I not be all that? You know, or if I'm going to be all that, then how do I actually now become something else, morph totally. into other things? And um, so, and even like what you're talking about, you know, being seen as a certain character for many years or, or that kind of thing. So that's, that's what I've been really, you know, Very cool. focusing on now is what do, what do things look like now? And, yeah. And particularly as the world's changing in this moment in time so, so much. I love so, that. Have you read the book, The Power of Now? Oh yeah, years ago. I love that book. Yeah. Are you new earth? Because I'm a very uh, spiritual person myself. Like yeah. when you say like go within, what do you mean by that? Well, we have like a well, it, it, you link up with the source of of all intelligence. So you link up with the source that created all that is, all that exists, not just in our reality, but in all of reality, all the many different timelines and realities that exist within the universe and. So if you can get quiet and really link up with that, it's a very different communication system um, from what we're what we're used to and, and sort of the three D. Um, so it's really more of a feeling than it is a verbal thing. And the more you go and connect with that feeling, you're guided. It's it's like connecting up to your own radio station right and so you, you you're basically just tuning into what's aligned with you and so you start creating differently and from a different place through um through that 
in a, in a form of meditation <laughs> or what's your, like, how does one find their inner voice? Is it meditation? Is it writing? Or how do you, yeah. what's your advice to people out there, especially during a time like this, a lot of people are stressed. A lot of people are worrying. Like, how does one truly be still and find that higher power and higher self? Well, anything that's not sort of of the vibration of love is a, a distraction, I always say, because if you just think of like, okay, how do I link up with the, the feeling of love? You know, what is that? I mean, how, how can I see love in everyone? How can yeah. I see love in everything? And so you start to figure that out, whether it's through arts, whether, you know, like a vision board, or whether yeah. it's through meditation, it's really all of them. So it's exploring all the ways in which you feel that frequency of love and um, connection with source. And you know, because it feels, you know, it's a feeling, it's not a mental thing. It's you, mm -hmm. I mean, you mentally acknowledge what's happening through your body, but it's more, now I can have it anytime, anywhere. <laughs> like, it's not like I have to just sit and meditate. <laughs> like when I was younger, I was so fidgety about meditation. Yeah. Because I can think I had to, anytime you think you have to do something a certain way, now I'm guided to meditation. I have a meditation table in my living room and I just go, okay, I get up in the morning and usually intel will start coming in from the time you get up in the morning, you'll start getting downloads of stuff and you're just not aware of it. So you just think of it as thoughts, right? Well, if you got up in the morning, like there's that great book, Artist Way by Julia Cameron, where she talked about the morning pages. You know, you just write 10 pages of just download it, just whatever it is, all the, the good, the bad, the whatever. <laughs> and so, you know, I used to do that a lot, you know, where you could write the 10 pages. And then after that, you could do, um, am I in frame? Am I out of frame? Like, I'm like, man, little things like this. Yeah. Thanks for looking out. <laughs> um, I mean, they're slumped over. I'm trying to look. <laughs> so yeah, so it, there's so many different ways. I think we all have to find what resonates with us. Like I love morning pages. Sometimes and you feel you'll feel guided as to which one feels right that day. There's no wrong. There's no right or wrong. It's all just. You, you start to understand what alignment feels like for you because you're in like a certain flow in your life and you're trusting more. You're not getting caught up in all the dramas and all this stuff around you because you realize that's their reality, not yep. your reality. And you realize kind of what energy you're putting out into the world, which is why you're attracting certain things. So if you shift the energy in which you're putting out into the world, you will attract different things. So... It's, 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 um, it's sort of, if you get quiet and just say, what do I want to allow in? What do I want to attract? And you start taking your focus away from anything that creates um, something that's not, anything that's not aligned with that becomes a distraction and unnecessary yeah. in your life. And you find that you have a lot less drama and you realize why you were creating all the drama before. Yeah. You're like, oh, whoa, I was putting out all this other stuff so not consciously, but I didn't know better at the time. So I create, you create all sorts of things that you're, you're by default. I love this. When did you like realize this in your life? 
when it comes to being able to clear these distractions mm -hmm. and how how is the process for you? I'm sure it wasn't overnight. I know that you're referencing some of these amazing books that yeah, I've read as well. Like, are you a big reader, or like where did this practice for spirituality and mindfulness come to place? Yeah. Well, my mom gave me a book called Creative Visualization by Shakti Gawain. Okay. And the woman that created Metaforte says that that's the book that helped her create Metaforte mm -hmm. too, which is amazing, wow. right? Shakti Gawain, this book, and and then it just became other books like. You know, Louise Hay was at the time, you know, at that time, that was what was good. And then Eckhart Tolle, who's empowered yeah. now, and The New Earth, which is great. And Abraham Hicks is amazing. This Julia Cameron, Abraham Hicks, who's my favorite. I, I resonate the most with Abraham Hicks. I've never read Mr. Hicks. Um, because it's, it's, anyway, at this time, my life is sort of what in the last, yeah. I'd say, five years has, has I hope, resonated the most with but so many new there's this new guy oh what is it Ken I posted a quote of his I just discovered I'm always discovering new people you know you're just yeah, always yeah, if totally. you start like there's the algorithm I like it's like <laughs> you're out and then it shows you more and then, you know it's like you create your own algorithms yeah. by what you focus on so yeah so just a lot of I, those books have helped so much and then it kind of you know it's like you read them all and then it takes a minute to sort of figure out how it works through your being, you know, and how it looks in your life. But after a while, you, you, cause like the more you kind of read them and, you know, you, you figure out what works for you. Totally. Yeah. Should we, uh, start it over again? Cause I know it no, you're cuts good. off that. No, 28. All right. We'll probably go another 10 minutes or so. Yep. I'll keep going. Mm -hmm. All right. I'm on top <laughs> <Yeah>. of it. <laughs> What do your daily routines look like? Do you have like regimens that you follow, or and then you talk about your morning meditation table, yeah. books you read. Like, are these things that you do consistently every day? No, I'm really not consistent with all those things. I'm <laughs> not a very, I, and I so admire people that are. I follow a lot of people that are. Like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> they work out every day and they're <laughs> motivated and they're this. And, and I think I, I spent a lot of my 20s and 30s in that space. Uh, I had a trainer three days, you know, I was up, I got up yeah. and I did my that stuff. And then I've slowly had to let it go. We'll be having kids and then just traveling so much. And I've just had to sort of let go of this idea of what it's supposed to look like. And maybe it's an excuse not to be super disciplined too. It's <laughs> just my excuse, but it's, it's really more, it, I think a lot of it is letting go of what I'm supposed to do and how, what that's supposed to look like. That makes sense. So, mm -hmm. so my schedule is I get up every morning and get my coffee. I go out for my coffee and I walk my dogs. So that I do. I get yeah. up, I wash my, usually, usually put makeup on. <laughs> put a little base on. <laughs> put a little Absolutely. Out. But, you know, so, but, you know, that's where I start. And then usually there's, there's writing. I write lists of things I, I, I want to do. I make, yeah. you know, and a lot of the time it's just errands and, and yeah. stuff. But there's a connectivity to what am I needing? What do, what do I need? What do I need to eat? What is my body wanting today? You know, which yeah. is very different from day to day, right? So totally. it's, and do I need, I need to, I, like for three days now, I've been visualizing myself sitting on my meditation table because I know that I need to. <laughs> I do, yeah. like it's there, and that's what I mean by downloads. It's there, but the difference is I just listen and go, okay, I know, 
I know. <laughs> I'm going to do it. And then I'll do, I'll do it. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? So it doesn't have to be like, oh my God, I got the vision. I got to meditate. Like, <laughs> right it's, now. <laughs> it's like, you know, you just ease into things. It's Sometimes you can know you need to do something and you can kind of like be aware that you need to do it. It's like a separ you separate from... It's hard like, to explain. Like the rushing, I hope I'm... Trying, you're separating from the urgency to have to do it right now and having the guilt associated yeah. with not doing it in that exact moment, maybe? Yeah. Like I, like so, I think we put like this New Year's resolutions and we put so much pressure on ourselves to be so disciplined in certain ways and there's a benefit to that in so many ways, right? There's, there's, it's totally right and good. And then there's another side that says, I'm going to observe myself being aware that that's what I want to do. Or that that's what I need to do I now. like that. <laughs> and it's, you can do it even like with quitting smoking. I would just say, okay, I'm observing myself aware that I want to quit smoking. You know, or because what it does is it takes you out of the... The lock into it. It's like, then it just ha I don't know, it's hard yeah. to say. I'm so, I don't know if I'm articulating this no, right. You're good, I love this. Um, but there's, there's an, just an awareness of what's going on, yeah. you know, through your being. Totally. I feel so calm talking to you right now. You <laughs> Everyone just, like, always says I'm like... <laughs> you're like a, I'm like a therapist. Zen master. Right away. <laughs> so this is awesome. A Zen master. A Zen master. Yeah. Zen master. Very cool. I, I did want to switch gears. I know um, got the new Gossip Girl is coming out soon. Yeah, yeah. What's your thoughts on that? I think it's great. I'm really excited about it. It's so funny that... Creators have done every angle of Gossip Girl. It's like we did the pre-Gossip Girl, yeah. the sequel, then they went off into something else, but now they're doing this, which I think is great, you know? I mean, I think hopefully it'll just be a continuation yeah. of the, the original, I guess. It, it's, it won't be like the original. No, not the, it's not supposed to be, you <laughs> yeah, know? Totally. I mean, it's like any time you do, it's not supposed to be. It'll be its own unique thing. Do you plan on watching it? I hope so, yeah. I'm so, I haven't watched much lately, so, okay. but yeah, as soon yeah. as I know it's on, I, I will definitely watch. I was going to say, what kind of content do you download, as you would say, into your brain? And what are you watching or reading? Yeah. Like, what does that look like in your life? Not much. Okay. Not much. So I don't watch much television. I don't even have my TV plugged in. <laughs> I have, um, you know, Netflix and HBO, all that stuff, and I've watched a few, like The Crown here and there, or some show, but... I don't, and I don't listen to a lot of music, and I don't read the news. I don't, I read, if anything, I read, you know, I do my cards every day. Um, and I read a lot on Instagram in terms of, like, I get a lot of my news from people that I trust, mm -hmm. that I know are reputable. Yeah. Um, or, like, diverse, like, I follow people from different sides of things so that I can feel like I get a, a more neutral... Yeah stance on things. I don't, I'm not one-sided or totally. the other. That's great. So I like to get like, hmm, what are they saying over there? <laughs> what are they saying over there? And there's got to be a truth somewhere here in the middle. And what is that truth? Yeah. And, and, and so, um, yes, I'm on Instagram a lot. Okay. I'm on Instagram a lot, but I don't, I'm not a, uh, I don't need to be entertained all day or distracted all day, you know? Yep. I have so much to do. I don't know what I do all day. <laughs> I'm so busy. <laughs> I don't know. Between the dogs it. and the market and then the this and the air. I don't know. And then, you know, my mind will meditate. 
<laughs> okay, okay, I'm getting there. I know, I see yeah. it, I can visualize the whole thing, it's coming. But I do have like soundtrack when I'm meditating that I love. You know, I made my own like, you know, yeah. playlist for, for meditation that I listen to. And sometimes I just turn that on because it's just so peaceful to me. I find that the less information I'm taking in from the outside, the more I can hear my own news. Yeah. So that's fake more. Mm -hmm. Well, I can just hear. I can. I'm more in tune. Mm -hmm. I like so that. it's. it's uh, we do. I think. I, I. I try to tell my kids this whether they listen to me. I have no idea. <laughs> Probably not. But uh, you know that. And this has been said so many times. But you know. Everything you're taking in is is having an impact on you vibrationally. So. You know, if you know what you want to create and you get quiet and you, you have a desire to live a peaceful life, or you have a desire to have loving relationships, if you have a desire to align with the work that feels good to you, that is good for you and, and is a kind of win-win for everyone involved, um, because you feel so abundant and overflowing with abundance already, then, you know, your world looks different. You don't need all this stuff from the outside and you realize a lot of it doesn't make us feel good and a lot of it is programming. So it's called programming for a reason. So do I want to be programmed and how am I being programmed? And so I prefer to do my own programming and set up what that looks like for myself through yeah. writing, through meditation, through just editing my thoughts and yeah. who I choose to be around and, and that kind of thing. So. You know, today especially we take in, there's so much intel, you know, that it's important to realize what, to, to know that you're choosing it. That's all, it's just to be aware that if you're yeah. listening to that music, oh, I'm interesting, okay, I'm choosing that music, what is that music saying? What is it programming in my subconscious mind? Because it's not just consciously, we're constantly being, you know, there's the subconscious yeah. mind too, so it's a lot Absolutely. of that. You talk a lot about love and loving relationships. What's your advice for someone watching to build more loving relationships and to add more love into relationships they have in their life? Mm. Well, so much of it is just our resistance to love, right? So it depends on how we grew up and what that family dynamic was yeah. and how we've seen love play out. You know, we've seen love play out in the movies. We're seeing love play out play out in rap music or say, yeah. love plays out in many different ways, you know? And it's like, I think deciding how you want love to be in your life may be very, like what I want in terms of love in my life may be very different than at, you know, your age and what you're doing yeah. may be very different, right? <laughs> but there's, there's still that, we, we, there's a certain feeling we want to feel. Yep. And so the more we can get in touch with that, and also, I think in love a lot, we, we worry about how we're being perceived versus perceiving, being present enough, not so concerned about how you're being perceived in, in terms of just being with someone. And how do I feel being with this person and listening to what that is, you know, what, how do I feel regardless whether it's a friend, a lover, a, you know, whatever. How do I feel, a business associate, how do I feel in the presence of this person and sort of what's mine, what's theirs, and um, 
because the, it's it's that's so important, right? It's Absolutely. like more than I mean, yeah. There's the physical, which is obviously so important, is is part of everything. Yep. But there's also who can I be myself with? You know, I I challenge people all the time. I'm like, I walk into the bedroom with my Birkenstocks on, <laughs> have it shaved in a couple days. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I love it. Uh, you yeah. still you know still excited. <laughs> you know, it's like, yep. And if they are, then it's probably good. Like, okay, we're good. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, because there's the days when you're like, if you know, you come in with the high boots and you're like, all right, now yeah. So it's, it's not all, it's kind of like, you, it's good to challenge people and say, all right, when I'm not feeling like whatever, yeah. you know, to show up with your quirky side and show up with the side of you that's a little a mess and not all perfectly together. And, and I think that's important too, you know. I mean, some people totally. just are together. And I, <laughs> very, I mean, like this. Not everyone is this together. Okay, okay. Just like, wait until we. I forgot my hairbrush. There's a fan shade for Please, mostly. Likewise, thank you. So, but anyway, so the point is, you know, I think it's it's again, like, what what are you seeking? You know, what yeah. are you looking for in love? And that may look different at different ages and times and moments in our lives. Lord knows, I mean. I mean, there have been times I thought, really? That's what you were? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I looked back and said, but you needed that at that time. And for some reason, that was good, you yeah. know? And it, and it was. So I have no regrets. Do you know what I mean? It was totally. exactly what I needed at that time. And and for, it, it was where I was coming from. Before, I, I mean, I look at sort of before you're consciously creating and then after you're consciously mm -hmm. creating. And, and you really see the difference in how your life flows. And it's not always perfect. You're not always, con you know. Yeah. But you do know when you're out of alignment and going, oh, okay, I need to get back with my. Yeah. So, and it's the same with love. You know, yeah. and like you know, you were talking about earlier. Sometimes it's not instant. It's like most love comes out of, unless it's just a physical thing, comes out of getting to know someone and really loving them as a human being. It's like I really love this person. <laughs> So regardless of what happens, I love this human being. And that's really what you want. I mean, other than like a physical thing, and that's, that's, that's not like love per se, right? That's just fun and exciting. <laughs> may turn into love, may not. But there's, there's, you know, we have to know what we want. I think so much of life is knowing what we want and what we want that to feel like. More than even look like, because things can come in different ways. But what we want it to feel like for us. What do we want to, how do we want to feel loved? I wrote yeah. about it a lot and I made a playlist of, of songs that were beautiful love songs, like the ones where it was really good and healthy, yeah. not the ones that were sad and yeah. depressing. You know, and you have to think about that too. How many songs am I listening to that are what about love and what form of love are they? And, and what, have, you know, there's, yeah. That must be a special playlist. <laughs> <laughs> you can make one, but yeah. this is part of creating your life. Totally. Building out your life is seeing people and not just worrying so much about, we're also worried about how we're looking to everyone. Myself included, we're all, you know, a little bit of that. And the less you can, the more you can be present, the less you can worry about that and be present, the better decisions you're going to make and, and um, you know, all this insecurity and stuff, you yeah. know. But it's programming. <laughs> yeah, that's programmed too. So the more you step away from that, the better. I love that.
what are you looking forward to in coming into 2021? I know, like we talked about earlier, there's this level of calmness that you have and that I have even just learned from you today. What are you excited about and what are you looking forward to throughout the year? I'm really excited about us all evolving. Like I'm really excited, excited about the human race evolving and I think this is all happening so that we will evolve and ascend getting away from the polarity, getting away from anything that is not about love and, and supporting each other, that there's more win-win involved instead of he's right, she's right, cancel this, cancel that. It's yeah. like we're all here to help each other and we're all here to win and we're all here to, to express ourselves in ways that are fulfilling. And, and it's, it's an, a really interesting time just to be neutral. It's a really unsexy word, but it's a very um, powerful place to exist in neutrality uh, because you can see through things when you're in neutrality. And so I'm really excited about myself, learning more about this myself mm -hmm. and going into that, you know, a, a, a new space, uh, ascending in that way. Um, and seeing the collective ascend and, and uh, expand our intelligence. And, I, and when I say intelligence, our, our ability to perceive not just this reality, but multidimensional realities um, and timelines. So, and you know, like Jack was talking about this healer that she was working with, and you know, yeah. it's, it, yeah, it's time to heal and seek out the people that are, you know, very reputable in, in what they do yeah. so that we can, we can um, be our most powerful. Because I really feel like we've been dumbed down for a long time. And it's sort of like when you realize you've been dumbed down for a long time, you're like, oh my God, I'm <laughs> like such a late bloomer because I've been caught up in all this stuff, yeah. you know? And so... You know, it's our chance to really blossom and to bloom and to, to realize that, you know, and, and it's such a great time. I mean, I look at the younger generations because, you know, you're so with it, you know, you really are. And you see Thank through you. all this stuff because <laughs> you really do. You see right through it, you know. Yeah. I think the neutrality, the way you describe that, I relate to a lot. Like, it's such a great time to be neutral and to see both sides of everything in life and yeah, that definitely struck a chord with me, the way yeah. you described that. Oh, good. Very cool. Well, before we wrap up, I want to say, what is the most important thing you've learned recently that you'd like to pass to the people listening? Oh, gosh. Have I learned anything recently? <laughs> 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 I don't think I've learned anything recently. No, I don't know. Um, no, what did I learn? Um, I just think trust. I really believe that's always what it is. And I'm constantly, you know, learning to trust things. Like, like even signs. Like, I'll, I'll think, God, should I, do I do this or do I do that? And in my mind, I know, okay, I'm going to come up with a million different whatever. And if I just let it go, there's always something that comes along that, that you know, makes me think, ah, well, that, that, that phone call or this podcast was so that I would be there and then there and then there and ah okay so it's letting go of preconceived ideas and really trusting but in that trusting really listening it's not like you're just like okay whatever you're just 
present, listening, and being guided. And that's something I'm learning more about yep. and trusting so much more. And it's not, it's not the normal way, you know, because you can't define it to people. You can't prove it. Yeah. It's like one of those things you say, I'm trusting, you know, but that also is going within and getting quiet and, and knowing what you want to align with. So your real to do, you know, what you're doing, the action is aligning with what do I want my world to look like? What do I want my reality to look like? And I, we're going into a time where I think that's super important for each individual to, to build out their own reality. We each have our own reality. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't have your reality. You know, we don't, as much as there's connectivity and we connect vibrationally to different people, we each are here to live out our own code, DNA, whatever it is. So the more we can acknowledge that and build our own program of what we want our reality to look like and we want the world to look like and our relationships to look like, love to look like, what work looks like to mm -hmm. us. Um, it is, I think, such an exciting time to, to be doing that. That's powerful. Well, that's a great way to... He makes me feel so good. That we is just, so powerful. We meet like once a week for 45 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, you're not... We didn't have to record it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I Talk. He's yeah, the same. He's so calming. It's just like, yeah. Thank you so much. You're well, so good at this. For everyone watching, Callie, where's the best place where people can stay in touch with you, learn more about you, and just feel zen like I do right now on a daily basis? <laughs> this is great. Just Instagram. Just Instagram? Like, this is Kelly Rutherford. Yeah, on awesome. Instagram. Well, I will make sure to link that down below. And everyone watching, thank you so much for tuning in. And Kelly, thank you so much for coming out today. It was my pleasure. Thank you.